another couple odd weeks for us. Uh, accidentally bit, not doing it. You do solo. You know, I think it's it's exciting for people because they never know what they're gonna get. We're switching. Listen, you're gonna get your episode. I just don't know. It might what, not be the episode you thought yeah, you yeah, wanted, yeah, but it might be the yeah, episode exactly. you need. Yeah. Uh, this the I mean last week's episode got. I don't know, like 10 listens. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll take it. Whatever. Okay. Whatever, a little right. shorty. People like the uh, AI rant. That's yeah. Cool. Also, I mean, we when we say 10, we're actually just like, we like to, uh, what is that called? Factor down. What is it called when you're like, is, like if it's, it's actually 10,000, but we just like to say 10. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, we yeah, just yeah, like yeah. to bring it down to numbers everyone can understand. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not Easy. actually 10. No, no, it's like yeah, ten, it's like, like ten thousand like or something like that, or yeah. something, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, just so everybody knows, when you hear those numbers, it's actually like a bigger number, but we're trying to be modest. Well, you know, that's what they call us, dude. Modest, modest, Benny Danny over here. Modest oh, Spanny. I mean, people have never said I'm overconfident. <laughs> not once, not once have either of us ever received that feedback. <laughs> never, never, never. I'm all, there. Everyone's like, man. You know, I know you're not religious, but pious is what I think of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Oh, uh, my God. Welcome back to the DMGT Podcast. I am your host, Danny. And I'm Spencer. We're here. We are. We're, we're out here. I want to ask you about the move again, because we already rehashed it. Uh, <sighs> you know, Danny, I'm trying desperately, and this is something that I've talked about with people. Um, I'm trying desperately to not become a house guy you know when someone buys a house or an apartment it's too late and you know like all of the social situations you find yourself in with like work right you're just talking to a bunch of people that you don't talk to all the time right right and you know everyone tries to listen and it's like from a nice place where people remember stuff that you've said but then when you give someone something like this i just bought a house Everyone logs that and it's like, cool, next six months, I can just bring that up whenever I talk to them. And then he'll talk about it because there's probably shit to talk about. Yeah. yeah. But I'm trying to not be the lead of talking about it. You know what I mean? Like if someone asks me, I'll talk about it. But I'm just I'm trying not to be the person who's like house, 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 house. I have a house and I'm doing stuff to it because people really can go too far with that. I bad news, Spencer. You're you're already the house guy. Uh, Come on, man. Come on. Well, here here's here. I'll I'll level the playing field for you and for for those listening, tuning in. Uh, either he's talking about his house because rightfully we asked, or something like, "Hey, I can't do something today because I'm doing house shit." That's always the response. Uh, which, of course, yeah, of course, busy. Or or you've just disappeared for a month and a half. Or, or, yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. Uh, there's two that's options it. there. That's basically Like, it. you could just not say anything at all, or you can say, like, no, I actually am doing house stuff, but you don't have to go into it. You right, know? right, right. But right. if anybody was to figure out where I lived, which, honestly, it's not that hard if you just, like, look at the right, like, government websites is what I found yeah, out. Yeah, uh, Going through all sorts of weird deeds from the history yesterday, but... You know, if you figure it out and you look at what the house looked like when we bought it, I think you'll understand why we haven't hung out with a lot of people in the last six weeks. Um, 
because it was some would say felt like a house of a killer scary <laughs> definitely scary is the right for sure for sure like, it's like all of those vibes like very Absolutely. meticulously put together for yep. one specific person that's ever existed yep uh and not for any other th- person <laughs> It's it's weird because it's not like it's it's not like it was poorly done. It's just very hyper specific, which is mm, I guess I could see why that would cause so much work. But yeah, yeah. lots of stuff. Um, if anybody needs scrap aluminum, hit me up. I have <laughs> several hundred pounds of it. Um, yeah. So if you need some, I have some. Uh, Danny, how are you doing? You know, we're we're crushing away the content, baby. I'm mm-hmm. full on content mode. Um, otherwise, just hanging out. Haven't been playing a lot of. No, actually, I, I just started. Re, I started replaying The Last of Us Part Two a week ago. Oh, he's been watching me play that. Um, obviously, you know, some demos coming up. But now it's like, oh shoot, we got a Shit Jedi is, Fallen yeah. Survivor coming up. The uh, Horizon. Uh, DLC, which is supposed to be pretty good, is out, and I haven't gotten into that, but there's like, oh, shoot, I felt like there was a little bit of a low here the last month or so, and yep. now it's like ramping back up. Yeah, so, yeah. Just prepping for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jedi Survivor, definitely. I am, I am, you know, trying not to buy another full-price game that I don't play at all, because it's like, I'm, I'm like three for three on my last, or I've struck out my last like three purchases. Yeah where I've just abandoned the games I bought. Um, so I'm trying, I'm going to be waiting probably for Jedi survivor. Cause I also don't think it's like, I don't have to play. I liked Jedi yeah, fallen order. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I wasn't obsessed with it, but I do hear it does seem rather that they fixed like all the things I didn't like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, Fallen Order, I, I, I played it uh, like two months ago on the uh, PlayStation Plus, and it was like, this is fine. This is a fine game. Like, I, uh, it's good, but it was like, yeah, I'm glad that I waited for, yeah. for this. I so. think the story is actually my favorite part of the game. I think it was it, a well-told I mean, Star, Star Wars yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, it's just like, I didn't love the gameplay, and I felt sometimes, like, you know, I think we talked, we talked for months about how when you lose an Elden Ring, it felt like skill more yeah. often than not. Um, or just like being underpowered so that's like, there's really no chance. Right. Right. It was mostly your fault. Fallen order throughout. That was the thing that frustrated me the most was like, I didn't feel like it was fairly hard. Sometimes I just feel like it would spike. Yeah. Yeah. That That's the one I struggled. Like I, my first, like, four hours or so i i messed around with the difficulty settings a bunch of times because at first i was like oh the combat is nice i can up it up a little bit more and then back down and it was just like i'm just gonna keep it well it's because like standard the, the first damn thing the anybody finds as if you're like a weird exp- like i have to look at every corner of the map as the start to figure out what i can't go to that it, goddamn frog that fucking that frog giant, thing yeah i'm like <laughs> why did you guys put that in a place that everyone that's like a like you know like i'm a little gremlin in games yeah. like that like where i'm like i'm i'm gonna sneak i'm gonna look at everything to figure out where what i should do even though obviously i should go to that beacon but what's over here and then you just get stomped by that thing as like really your first combat experience 
And then it's like, cool, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to keep going back until I guess I get Do, good. Yeah. I'm going to keep trying until I kill it, even though I it definitely seems like I'm underpowered. But I'm like, why is that? Why? Like, that was a bad opening salvo. Yeah, especially with the skill tree. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just weird because... Uh, the the new mechanics and every, everything else that you learn, the, the abilities and stuff, like obviously makes the game better, and you can handle that type of situation better as you progress. But yeah, it's it's weird. But yeah, that's coming out. Uh, we're chilling with that. Speaking of space, are we in a space race, Spencer? Danny, we've been teasing talking about space, and we're just oh, going to yeah. talk about it. But we're not going to. I don't really have yeah, any any briefly. thoughts yeah, yeah, yeah. other than like Danny was like, "What are we going to talk about?" And I said, <laughs> "Are we in a space race?" Um, prompt. You know, today, uh, Japan or a private company of Japan, Hakuto R, launched. Uh, wait, no, that's not the a Japanese company. I don't know what the what's the company's iSpace. Sorry, um, launched the Hakuto One mission, which was trying to land on the moon. And uh, you know, we're a little early in the fallout of it, but like literally, it was landing this morning. Um, it does seem that it made it to the moon, but maybe something's wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but James Webb, I think, has seen it. Um, like they, they, James Webb took a picture and they're like, nah, it's on there and it looks intact. Nice. Um, so that's pretty cool. I'm really excited about that because I actually didn't even know that before kind of thinking about our topics today. But Danny, I think we're in a space race, and the reason why. How many launches do you think happened in January of 2023? How many launches? Um, this is a good question because I don't know. I'm going to say three. You're going to say three? Yeah. Okay. Just because I... Before you know, I looked it, it at it... Like, before I looked it at like it... feels like a lot of space happening, yeah. I was, say, I was like, maybe five. Okay. Danny, over 20 launches happened Jeez. in January 2023. And we're talking bunch of SpaceX, uh, Rocket Lab, uh, Mitsubishi Heavy Industries. I didn't uh, know Mitsubishi was in there. Like uh, Ch- China, uh, China, China NASA, C A S T C. Um, they did a couple or a lot. ABL Space Systems. Don't you know who that is? Uh, like Galactic Energy. Don't know what that was, but. It, it, in people's republic hmm. of china okay like there was so much and like that number i i, I wish i had a little more time to prep here because i would have looked back at like historically how often in the last like five years were we launching things but that's insane that's like every day yeah that's nuts what's driving this i don't really know so so like just like we were talking about the uh the spacex uh rocket test the other day that like exploded which i think apparently was like supposed to explode they were chill like with that. it exploding because it was yeah, doing yeah. something it had never done before and they were like this is really we're we're trying kind of the this point, out right yeah. your kind of point yeah if it works holy shit but it probably won't yeah yeah. yeah yeah um but like i'm like looking at all of that and then and then this this recent iSpace moon thing, it's like, 
what what are we doing? Are we like trying to figure out mining meteors that fly by? Are colonizing extra planetary things? I don't know. I don't know what's driving this. It's like it feels like there's a space race happening, but yeah, you, you what what did, what did you say? Less communism. It's yeah. There's I mean there's a little. I mean wow. not that much less communism, I guess, but um. I think the the I think the reason why this space race is happening or or one of the reasons because yeah who knows maybe it's like they want to mine asteroids maybe they want to get resources from the moon maybe there are cuz there's a lot of private industry maybe there's like a lot of private industry leaders who are like I think we do we probably should have a backup plan so we probably should start mm. on that now <laughs> uh kind of situation maybe um, but I think yeah, the, I could see that the more maybe realistic reason why is because what trying to conquer space forces you to do in iteration and invention and solving yeah. complex problems that have applicability elsewhere. Like so much of what we have now in our lives is like directly correlated to the the space race of the 60s to land on the moon. That's true. That's true. Like it, when you are trying to solve space problems, <laughs> you are going to do things and invent things and change things and uh discover things that will have applicability in non-space function. I think that's yeah. like because space is so unforgiving, because space is so incredibly tough to conquer in any sense of the word because it is infinite um i think that's maybe part of the driving it's like you know if we can figure out a propulsion system that can travel in space uh and land with like the same applicability the same consistency as uh an airline or yeah. uh what was what would what would it look like to have something like that take you into low orbit and instead of fighting against, you know, the the wind and only being able to really go so fast, you can just go up for two minutes and then go 40,000 miles, 20,000 miles an hour to get to your destination in 45 minutes anywhere. Right. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. Like those things could be part of what comes out of this like like uh in in in, you know 50 years i'm not saying like 10 years but i think you know all of these things could have the benefit of of that maybe they figure out how to like produce food in in space and then they can start to you know just have a place where food is being made to help world hunger i don't know or oblivion (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well yeah you know a little bit it's of like that. you know <laughs> there's definitely going to be a little bit of that <laughs> sure 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 uh, yeah yeah it's, it's i mean that all makes sense i think it's it's exciting like james webb stuff is like the one that i've been most the most plugged into but that's because it's like Dude. much more like exploration focus Dude, rather the than james like webb stuff is so stuff. fucking I know, cool <laughs> i love it i love it it's really awesome um there's like that image going around right now that's like the uh, like largest body thing in the universe, and it look, people are like, "Oh, it looks like the Elden Beast," which is very funny. Um, 
Oh, yeah. It's just like, yeah, like a string of lines and whatever. But it's like, oh, this is like one giant super mega cluster of universe of uh, galaxies or, or whatever. Uh, but that's what I'm plugged into the most. I guess they, you know, if, if we're thinking about like all the gamma bursts that you get from the sun and all that stuff that maybe they could figure out a way to like harvest energy from or mm-hmm. something like we're talking tech stuff like that. That's I don't yeah. know. It's, it feels like we're in the. Um, like the early stages of like this is what's going to lead to like actual sp- Space exploration and like maybe sci-fi shit um in a hundred years or something like that you know yeah like this yeah. is like the baby steps towards that i really think towards like actually traveling the systems i think absolutely i think like this is the first time in our life our lives where i've really thought oh shit they're like they're going for it again because yeah, there was, yeah. you know, always stuff, but it was like maybe NASA would do one thing every couple of years, you know. Um, and I think yeah. that was, I, th- I think it, it's a mistake because I think also trying to explore the unknown is something that humans can get behind and be interested yeah. in and find yeah. some hope in like what the future could be. And when you're just like so tied to the, reality we're in now which you know sucks um it's nice to you know fucking look up there and go fuck man like yeah this could all be directly connected to someone like going to you know even like they're gonna they're trying to do a mission to mars man like that's like if we can figure that shit out like what's gonna happen when 50 more years from now like what's gonna happen 100 more years from now like that's insane (laughs) it's really exciting i mean yeah it's like it's the the part of it is like the unknown but it's also like that's what's also exciting it's like i don't know what that means but it could be cool stuff also in general just to be able to be like yeah i was around when they created a sites or something on mars yeah people are on mars yeah doing like people are on mars for an indefinite period of time like you know like that's crazy Hey, did anybody ever think we would have fucking rockets that landed themselves <laughs> in like a very cool looking way? No. If you haven't watched any of those videos, how the fuck does that happen? That's yeah. cool as hell. Uh, so, yeah, so that was really just, man, blast me up into there. That's what I want. Get me into space. I love it. I love it. That's, that's cool. Space shit is cool, man. Yeah, yeah. But, Danny, do you have any other thoughts on space? I just needed somewhere to geek out about. <laughs> no, I that I'm into it. I want more of it. The Aurora Borealis was viewable from the Midwest in some parts. Like if you got outside of the city enough, like a couple of nights Very ago, cool. which was cool. Um, yeah, man. You know, when things are, you know, looking not so great here, you look up to the stars, baby. Speaking of Star Wars and stars yeah and also (laughs) um just if you haven't seen the movie sunshine by uh, directed by danny boyle just watch that still my favorite space movie i think um i love that movie so much i haven't seen that yet i don't think (laughs) oh danny danny you're gonna love it (laughs) 
It's all right. It is more or less the movie is, hey, we got to go blow up the sun, but space problems be space problemin. And then it also has an interesting ending that is pretty. The only reason it's not a perfect movie, ah, <laughs> in okay. my opinion, but I okay. do love it anyways. I mean, that's concept is I'm in. Sign me up. Yeah. So yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, Danny. You're a Twitter man. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, did you by chance get gifted a check mark? <laughs> no, no, I did not. But this ah. is the best thing that's happening on Twitter right now, man. Elon Musk is uh, I, tough time to be a, a Musk Stan fanboy because he's just like, what? What is this guy doing? He takes away, finally takes away verification, and then a lot of people are like, "Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I don't care. I'm not going to give you my eight dollars." And then Elon Musk almost has a way to spite them. Is like, "Well, I'm going to give it to you anyways." But now people, now the Musk fans are like, "Wait a minute, are you going to give it to the normal people too? Or no. are you going to like, no, of course not." So it's like, rich people get free <laughs> shit, poor people pay. That's what it always has been in capitalism, unfortunately. <laughs> It's just it's just funny because like the the whole premise that like these nerds bought into was like he's gonna level the playing field he's gonna level like no one gets special treatment on Twitter anymore and then the immediately not a full twenty four hours of this policy being implemented people get special treatment yeah yeah very funny um yeah really rough out there for for Musk fans because. I bet like a lot of those Musk fans had had to like jump off the the Rogan bandwagon with the vaccine stuff because they're like, <laughs> no, I'm like more sciencey than that. I can't. And now they're like, oh no, <laughs> oh man. It's, look, man, Twitter Twitter has always been a mess. It has, it started off as kind of a mess and has remained a mess, and it's like a really bigger mess right now. Um, it it is starting to get a little like, oh, there's like blues. Like the memes of like, oh, you paid for a blue check mark. Like, don't listen to this person. Like, there are people making fun of the blue check marks now. But then, like, then you had all these people that are like, I didn't pay for the blue check mark. I don't want this blue check mark because it says that I paid for it and verified my phone number. I did none of those things. Um, so now you get like all of that, and it's like, ah, oh, people that paid for it are like, okay, kind of annoying. Right. Um, but then it's like, okay, now the impersonation stuff is like in full force and like people are like changing the profile pictures and all of that. And like, oh, because no verification. So if like someone like there's a couple of uh, one of the White Sox commentators just like, yeah, I'm not going to pay for this. And it's like, okay, random ass tweet shows up on your timeline. And it's like, what is he saying? Oh, it's not him. It's not it's not the guy. Right. Or, and it's like happening all the time. Now it's like, ah, this is this is annoying. This is annoying. It just it just goes to show it's like another thing where it's like you're solving for a problem that didn't exist. You yeah. created one by changing shit for what reason? Well, so Danny, as someone who's I believe my last tweets were to AMC about uh my tickets to Fast and the Furious <laughs> like six. Um you know, I haven't deactivated my Twitter, but that's because I don't remember my login and I don't even care to do the reset password. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how little I think about it. So I'm like, whatever. Uh, what what's it going to take for you as an active Twitter user to go? You know what? Fuck. I'm done. Uh, sports, 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 sports and um, and like video game uh, journalists moving somewhere else. 
That's what it would, yep. that's what it would take. So yep. basically the journalist, like the journalist, the specific journalist that I follow, uh, them moving, it's like, okay, well at this point there's like no reason for me to be here. I mean, um, it, yeah, it's starting like NPR left and, um, that was wild. That was wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very, very interesting. Um, completely just the most, one of the most self-absorbed things I think I've ever seen. Did you see that? Like maybe he has like an alt account. No, I didn't see that. Like he might have an alt account where he like seems to be like cosplaying as a child, but also I didn't look into it past just looking at the screenshot. So it also may be just a meme. Who knows? But wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, it's probably I mean, everyone has an alt account at this point, right? That's so. true. This is true. Um, yeah, it's a, it's like it's like at this point, like it'll probably swing back around to Reddit. I think it seems like Jack Dorsey is starting another company apparently like it's in like beta and mm. some people are getting invites to that it's like okay i guess um i also but I will like, i also think reddit, move, I will move reddit is gonna get weird soon they just changed the third party api so oh, it's that's like right. pay structure yeah, yeah they're like going to be censoring content to because they want to look more attractive to investors investors yeah uh yeah i think reddit's gonna reddit's gonna get weird soon i have a feeling that's you know that's why I stay uh, stay uh, true and through and through to the uh, bastion of uh, free speech TikTok. Ha! Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Relative, hey, relative, which is what relative so, is wild. It is the only place you can. So, Danny, I've been doing a little you know, bit of just like random TikTok experimentation as I yeah. haven't had. Uh, internet at my new place and also haven't really had time to like sit down and watch stuff you know and yeah. like instagram is basically just trying to be tiktok so i was like all right what's the real juice look like for me as someone who hasn't had a tiktok so like i used like hide my email address like i used yes. a fake email address uh and put it on and i've taken it off every after every session like i'm not keeping it on my phone um if i do it and i've done it like two or three times like i'm not saying it's been a lot yeah, of yeah. usage but as an unknown to tiktok do you know how much conservative shit it's pushing my way it's the most engaging yeah it is literally conspiracies it is hate and that's just from a blank slate not, not choosing anything you like Literally, I did. I skipped that part and just go into the for you page and just start flipping and just see what they're going to send me. And yeah, it yeah. is dangerous so quickly, so quickly. It's like all of it became conspiracy and I wasn't even watching them. I'm just like, boom, 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 boom. boom. It's the uh, it's the second wave YouTube uh, like conspiracy alt right pipeline at this point. Yeah, is is how it is. Like, I've seen, I have seen this because I like sometimes uh some accounts will or some videos will show up where it's like people just like testing stuff for the algorithm. And it's like, what does it look like if basically your example? It's like within thirty minutes, you're if you like look at a video that's like maybe. Like, you know, uh, interviewer on the street or some prank thing, yep. like very quickly that like, oh, you like this? Maybe you'll like a Joe Rogan clip or you'll like a some random ass clip. Dude. And then from there, it just like takes off. Yep. Yep. 
Yep, that that is. It's the most engaging. Here's the here's the dangerous part. Like I was just talking about this with uh, uh, who? Where was I at? I was at Cole's the other day, and uh, one of the bartenders is also runs one of the runs the channel. Is one of the four people that runs the channel uh, the Bur- at the Burlington Bar. They do. If you haven't seen them, it's like they do all the. Uh, it's like that one bar in Chicago that does all the that they blew up over the Game of Thrones. Right, right, uh, right. Reaction they do the videos. Pop-ups. Yes, yes. No, no, no. It's just no. like at the bar. Oh. People show up and like watch the episode mm-hmm, at the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do the reaction videos to, to that. So I was like, oh, cool. Like I've seen I've seen this before. Like I, I, I've seen those videos come up. Um, very fun. But we were just like talking like at we, we got into like a little bit of a conversation about like just like uh, like content strategy and like analytics and stuff. And it's like, yeah, uh, the algorithm doesn't doesn't uh, care about sentiments. It all all it cares about is engagements, watch time, and did yep. you like start engaging with the con- content? Um, and conservative media and conspiracy theories and th- that type of information is the most engaging because it's the most inflammatory, which is going to get a reaction out of you. Which means that the algorithm is like, well, this gets people to stay on my thing. Like, so uh, like Will Ferrell says, it gets the people going. It gets the people going. No yes. one knows what it means, but it's provocative. That's exactly what it is. That sounded really good. That was really close. That was really good. Thank that you. That was almost Thank like an you. impersonation. Thank you. I, uh, I have a thing with, if I'm not thinking about it, I can occasionally do an okay impersonation of some things, but I will not be able to do it again now that you've pointed it out. <laughs> Uh, same thing with my. Uh, I used. I could do a good Trump if the right moment hit, and then if someone said good Trump, I was like, "Well, I can't do it anymore." I literally it it changes. <laughs> it's gone. It it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what that is. But it's like it's like true. That's yeah. That I, I have seen that happen. So it's like you have to be a little bit more, uh, like actively like disengaging with that stuff. And then finding things, or you have to like start curating your feed. So mm-hmm. like, like mine's pretty well curated now. I basically only get video game interviews on the streets and like funny cat videos, right? Which is like great uh, because also you know we are established in our ways of thinking. Yeah, you know we've we have kind of chosen to be the people and believe the things that we do. And sure, there was manipulation along the way the whole time. Of that's course, just yeah, consuming anything, but. I think it's the the thing that I'm really like worried about is how easy it could be for someone to go from maybe not having an opinion, maybe someone less oh, engaged yeah. Yeah. with mm-hmm. with politics than we are, um, less thoughtful about the way they consume media, like because it's like the thing is it was starting with that stuff. But I did not see it being like a balanced, quote unquote, approach of like showing me like non-conservative politics stuff. Yeah. Like because it just wasn't doing it. It was like a bunch of dumb shit that's funny that makes you engage. And then it just keeps slipping stuff in. Mm -hmm. That's very Mm -hmm. nefarious. And yeah, so. (sighs) So it's not good. Uh, but what do you think? I was going to ask you this kind of on the Twitter track. What do you think about, should it be banned? Is that a good thing to do? Will it solve a problem? No, no. Um, this is the, the tricky part, right? Because like, 
I don't know if this is like, uh, like, is this just always the result? Well, it's always the result of capitalism, but so maybe the answer or the answer is yes. But like, I don't know if this is always the result, the result of free speech. Like, it does free speech always end up here? Well, I think, you know, the people that are very, very into free speech that say it a lot are usually saying it because they want to say uh, things that harm other people. And the interesting yeah. thing is um, that's that's all not part of free speech. Like, it's very storied in our Supreme Court and the words of the founders. Like, it's free speech unless you're fucking other people up with it. Like, it's, you, yeah. you know, like, violence yeah. against people. Like, it, that free speech literally has a limit that has been established <laughs> like so so wait uh so because i think maybe we're talking about two different things what 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 banning what specifically well like banning tiktok from operating oh, in no. the u.s no see see like i'm i'm for like banning f- specific types of like moderation people hate the word moderation and censorship but it's like that shit it exists it like has to be but putting placing that on platform specifically is the incorrect way of doing it because there's because here's here's my counter to that because it's like very true the alt right pipeline is not unique to TikTok it has existed in other forms for a long time and none of those platforms were ever talked about being banned right facebook is meta was directly implicated into actual politics like directly not even just like oh it's like spreading and people are like buying things and grabbing, no, they were like, like hey russians you want to come in here <laughs> yes yes like straight up like that was proven verifiably through the court of law and that wasn't banned um i think there should be repercussions for you know for businesses that do that in general um but outright banning a uh, platform i think is the incorrect way of doing it uh as shitty as tiktok and even twitter and like all the all of them can be tiktok also is like the only place where like people actually talk about leftist politics and they get eyes on them yeah you can't do that shit on twitter you can't do that shit on reddit or any other platform um it's it's also been like a direct uh, communication pipeline between public figures and people in a more organic way than yeah. Twitter because Twitter is just text. When you have to put your face in front of a camera, it's a little bit different. You can't bullshit your way through as many things as easily. And you could say the argument that like, oh, but Instagram can do that and like YouTube can do that. Those are a lot more – those platforms were built for specifically to curate uh, – a very tailored and very touched up right. presence. And on Twitter and TikTok, you can be a lot more raw. But if we're talking about banning specific platforms, that's like, okay, so where, what can we're, exist yeah. at that point? Yeah. And I think that's, that's the thing that I'm thinking of. I'm like, well, a also, do I really trust that they're going to be able to do this correctly? No, like government, no. one thing they don't know, consumer technology, um they're the, terrible the tiktok hearing was a f- shit show absolute shit show they know nothing about anything um <laughs> those insane. might phone connect to wi-fi <laughs> it's like well yeah sure yes the answer is yes it does when you yeah what how oh, yeah man. it's just like i mean it's so comically close to like a senator being like i can't get into my account how do i reset my password 
in like a yep. Senate hearing. Like, yep. So close to that. It's, but I think uh, it's, yeah. I, I do think it's, t- it's a really tough thing because I, I do believe in like an open internet. And I, I do think that if there's too much regulation in the internet, there's going to be the situations that are already happening of like pay for speed, pay for content yep. streams, yep. pay for everything. Cause if you, as you regulate it, there's going to, they're going to create, you know, ways for people to make money off of the regulations um, and allow that to happen. And it's going to hurt the people that use it. And I don't like that. But at the same point, it's like, we do, I think as a, society we need to reckon with like the literacy of technology in our society and and figure out how to more overtly say like there are real facts and there are things that are presented to you as real facts like and yeah these the thing about oversight with companies like this i think there should be more and this is like thinking that governments function the right way which is you know that's another (laughs) whole problem yeah like yeah i think you should for things like this have oversight on them um to ensure that it's not creating extremists or violence or like all the other things that it's doing it's like why did everyone all of a sudden like three months ago on the right decide that drag queens were the scariest thing that's ever existed like Mm -hmm. why did they all decide it at the same time like it's very odd like and social media is why those things happened and you know what the funny part is for me it's like uh having very intelligent people speak on that topic specifically on tiktok is how i've been more informed on why that happened there you go. So it's like a snake eating its own fucking tail. It's an horrible. Yeah, absolutely. It's 100%. 100%. And, and I'm not saying like, I'm not here to be like, oh, um, TikTok is perfectly fine as it is. Like, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a macro issue focused in onto a micro service, which yeah. TikTok it yes. just happens to be so, so large. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's it's a tricky tricky thing to navigate because it's also like I like pay attention to and and it's here's here's the tricky part because how much of this is also um, some form of xenophobia against China? Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, there's a so ton of, so like, it's yeah, a little that's bit like of that, but most then, but of then it, it from the government. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. And the other the, the the one reason why I take such a like more firm stance than I normally would have because I like oh social media is like not great. Also, like it's also kind of what's potentially giving us opportunities here right now. Um, the the uh, the the attention to TikTok was explicitly because. Facebook wanted it. Facebook oh. is upset that there are so many eyes on, on on TikTok. They directly funded and lobbied government uh, the official government officials through whatever uh, not not Cambridge um, through like their their thing. Um, Cambridge Analytica. 
No, it's like that's another service that they use or, or whatever to like lobby uh, governments um, or officials. But it was them. It was like, hey, hey, uh, look at all the stuff that uh, TikTok's doing. Uh, they're owned too much by China. Uh, blah 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 blah. Because 150 million American users per month or all total. Yeah. Facebook doesn't have those numbers. They no. want to have that control. So no. like that's where some of that comes in. And also like the whole the whole notion of like ah oh, but your where is your data getting shared blah 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 blah. It's like hey that already exists. That's always existed yeah. and you can do it All through All of these yeah marketing. everyone was selling it to everyone. Like we can do it through marketing. That's why the government did the GDPR stuff uh not our in government. 2017 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the European, the European. And California. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um but it's like, yeah, all the data is in it. And it, this goes all the way back to like net neutrality stuff, yeah. like from the 2010s, like the early 2010s. It's, it's all tricky. It's, it's, I have a hard time, like, as a whole, probably does more damage than good. Yeah. Social media in general. Yeah. But wasn't that true about network television? Yeah. And the Red Scare and communist propaganda, anti communist yeah. propaganda, newspapers, all that. Like, it's just it just moves so fast. So like, I don't know. the The answer is tricky because like when you look at this AI stuff, like as well, we've talked about this too already a couple of weeks ago. It's like it's just moving so fast. The tech moves so fast. It feels like the only way to get a hold of things is to like start putting up barriers. Yeah, just to like some somehow slow it down. Yeah, um, which I'm all for. Like, speed bumps. We need speed bumps. We need you know. Yeah, like there's one. If there's one thing I know. As a you know, we've been working in technology for ten years. About at this point, one thing I know is the faster you go, the more huge mistakes you will make. Yes, and the slower you go, you will still make mistakes, but they will be more easy to correct. Like, and it's just companies and the system around them prioritizes go overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like mm-hmm. the really tough part when it comes to social media, because they're looking at they're rolling out ways to engage you in more intense ways faster than anybody can even realize they're happening. Like even Google, like Google's search yeah. change, where now that doesn't like really continuously scroll and give you new pages to look at. It basically once you get down to the bottom of the first page and this is on mobile um, for sure. And also, I believe, on a browser. It just starts going, oh, hey, do you want to like look at this other thing anyways? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, if you search for this, well, what about this? And then you start to click and you're like, wait, I'm just down. A- Google is rabbit holing me. Yeah. Yeah. It starts recommending different search topics and all that. And again, that's all because engagement. <laughs> exactly. And it's like. It, it took me a second to even realize it was happening. Yeah. Like. Yeah that technology can move so quickly and it's so hard to figure it out that yeah i think you need speed bumps to just curb how quickly it can move yeah the uh, the speed bumps in theory was supposed to be like oh another competitor comes up and like okay people start using that instead and it's like okay well how do we uh address it and then doesn't help that like you have politicians openly being like yeah i don't care misinformation let's spread that that engages people so like there's less incentive to actually address this in general yeah uh, so i don't know man it's tricky it's tricky i, I have been thinking a lot it's funny like all of this because i've also i've particularly been thinking a lot about ai and it's like this is the one and i'm like it's not like 
I don't think people should be like, you know, this is scary, scary right away and like any of that. But it's like something that we have to think about because it's moving so much faster than anything I've ever seen. Yeah. I uh, like if you're someone who like has a job where you have a computer in any capacity or also not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just like pay attention to it. Just pay just, attention you, to you it. You should be paying attention to it. Like at the very least, you shouldn't think of it as the new Nintendo. No, like no, you yeah. don't be that. Don't opt out. It is something that is going to impact our lives. Like you have to it, stay informed of this. Falling behind on the AI, not in whatever iteration it comes at, this would be the equivalent of ignoring the internet. Yep, yep. Don't do it. Like so. just prepare yourself, learn, and question. Like you gotta, yep. You, you gotta do it. Um, Danny. We got on a side convo about TikTok we for did. the whole podcast. <laughs> um, so we're not going to get to the rest of them. No, but no. really quickly, before as we sign off, let's pour one out for the pour Netflix DVD world. Because it is officially over. You Gone. cannot get DVDs Gone. from Netflix anymore. Ripperino. Danny, I was thinking about... Getting DVDs from Netflix the first couple times, the first years that it was happening. And it was legitimately the coolest thing ever. It was so cool. I did those fucking little pieces of paper that you get them in and you're like sliding them out. And you're like, man, I hope this one works. And it usually does, but sometimes it doesn't. Then you're like, all right, I only could choose three. (sighs) Man, tough. Okay. Let me rotate out this one. Ah, the best. Another Ripperino for uh, physical media, baby. Rip those good times. Thanks Rip for the good times, Netflix DVD. Thanks, physical thing.